Welcome to the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. My name is Andrew James Brown and I'm the minister of the Unitarian Church in Cambridge, UK. Knowing that full scope always eludes our grasp, that there is no finality of vision, that we have perceived nothing completely and that, therefore, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk, I hope that, on occasions, you'll find here a helpful liberal, religious and philosophical reflection that encourages you to journey through life, making footprints rather than blueprints. Welcome. To clear our minds of selfish care. A short thought for the day offered to the Cambridge Unitarian Church as part of the Sunday service of mindful meditation. There is much talk in our modern culture about how the natural world, which is already a deeply problematic term because our so-called human world is as much a part of the natural world as anything else. Anyway, there is much talk about how the natural world functions as a kind of natural sanatorium for the convalescent. Consequently, many people speak about the healing power of nature, believing that simply by leaving the town and our countless human artefacts and going for a good long walk in the countryside or by staying in some rural spot for a few days or weeks beyond Wi-Fi, they will thereby be healed in some fashion. But does nature precisely heal us? When you think about it for just a moment, you realise that this is not true, or at least it is not true in the superficial way we might like to think it is. The truth is, nature naturing is always killing us. After all, to live is to die. Covid-19 is nature naturing, and that virus is currently killing over 100 people a day in the UK alone. We may say the same for cancer, flu, volcanoes, floods and earthquakes. No. Nature does not obviously heal us. But for all that, we are all acutely aware that something astonishing does happen when we take that walk in the countryside and find ourselves standing awestruck in the presence of and fully immersed within the beauty and power of nature naturing, whether in the form of a breathtaking view, a flower of the field, a bird of the air, a sunset or the starry night above us. So what is happening in these moments? Well, the philosopher Erezim Kohak suggests that nature naturing doesn't heal our pain and woes, but instead it absorbs them. Our pains and woes are not so much removed from us as we are reconciled to them, as we suddenly see them as if from under the perspective of the whole. I know of no better expression of this phenomenon than some words by the philosopher and novelist Iris Murdoch, found in her book The Sovereignty of Good. She writes, Beauty is the convenient and traditional name of something which art and nature share, and which gives a fairly clear sense to the idea of quality of experience and change of consciousness. I am looking out of my window in an anxious and resentful state of mind, oblivious of my surroundings, brooding, perhaps, on some damage done to my prestige. Then, suddenly, I observe a hovering kestrel. 
In a moment, everything is altered. The brooding self with its hurt vanity has disappeared. There is nothing now but Kestrel. And when I return to thinking of the other matter, it seems less important. And of course, this is something which we may also do deliberately. Give attention to nature in order to clear our minds of selfish care. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Making Footprints, Not Blueprints podcast. So, farewell for now, and remember, tomorrow a new walk is a new walk. See you on the path. Mm -hmm.